not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my god, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. But did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. What up, everybody? This is the last week on Earth. I am Ben Glebe. Thank you for listening. If you are listening, if you're not listening, you know, I'm not, I can't even talk to you right now at all. So I'm not, I'm done talking to you. Okay. You and I are through. That's the way I feel about it. It is, uh, almost the end of November, 2011 holiday season already in full swing. I've been, uh, approached by, uh, Santa Claus at the mall already. Hot angel girls who are there to sign you up for the Santa picture, who flirt with you for a second, and you think there's a connection, you think it's real, and you go for a second into Urban Outfitters, you come out, she's talking to a guy in a ski cap. Same flirtation level. And you feel betrayed? You still want the picture with Santa, but you don't want to give her the pleasure of seeing you go through that, you know? You... Want to relive your childhood, not in front of the girl of your dreams who just crushed you for a guy who thinks he's skiing at the mall. Which, he's not, obviously. Except the Grove, there's not even snow at the mall. And Grove, you try to ski at the Grove, you get hit by a trolley. It's a mall in LA for people who don't live in LA. It's been a crazy week, the last week on Earth. Um, and I'm gonna talk about it, um, Every Wednesday, every week here on Smodcast and uh, iTunes and wherever you could probably just like get close to my window and listen through live and figure it out. I have a special guest in studio today that I'll be bringing out a little bit later um, to discuss a little bit uh, of his career and life and also talk about some of the things going on in this in this little marble that we're spinning out of control in outer space on. Uh NBA Rookie of the Year All-Star in his first season. The man who you saw dunk over a fucking car in the dunk contest. Mr. Blake Griffin. Star of the Los Angeles Clippers. And the NBA just reached its agreement. Um, and the lockout is over. So that's topical. I like that score of a booking. Bang! Maybe that'll be a catchphrase I do. Bang! Probably not. I already feel stupid saying that a lot. Uh, it's been a crazy week, though, the last week on Earth. Uh, firstly, Black Friday happened, day after Thanksgiving, the day, the one day our country coalesces and realizes how lucky we are just to have each other and be alive. And the next morning, let's pepper spray each other inside Walmart because they're giving away $2 waffle makers. They brought out a... A tin, I believe the product in this instance was $2 waffle makers. And out of 
the hundreds of people who were camped out in line at this target, uh, I, I believe it was, they brought out the basket. They were so excited. She was far back in the line. She needed an advantage. You can't blame her. She fucking pepper sprays the other people in line to get ahead. Um, you really love waffles. Young lady, you are a waffle aficionado because that is absurd. Um, but people are getting more and more violent. That was at least to get a product. People are getting very violent in the world. In Australia this last week, a woman attacked a McDonald's drive through employee, wait for it, with a tampon. Okay, in the drive through a drunk woman in Australia pulls up, orders French fries, then, uh, looks at the French fries, does this little sneaky got your finger maneuver or whatever, and hides in the French fries a tampon, takes it out and slaps the employee with it across the face. And the worst part is the tampon was wet. And even worse than that, but not as bad actually, she says it was wet with lime juice. That was her claim. Yes, I, I dipped it in lime juice. Which brings up several questions. Why does this woman driving through drunk, she has, what if she has an open bar in her purse? She has flasks, lime juice, cherries, little olives, lemon wedges perhaps, little swords, all in her purse. And secondly, and more importantly, that is not a polite prank. You know, funny. Haha, a tampon is in my fries. Waiter, there's a fly in my soup. But you don't take the, the fly and then shove it in the waiter's face. That's not how the joke goes. It's a coarsening of society that you notice not just in drive through tampon attacks, but also around the world. For example, North Korea this week. North Korea threatened a sea of fire upon South Korea. That is some gangster words right there. Threatened a sea of fire on them because they were angered that South Korea ran these military uh, tests, these like dry runs in commemoration of the one year anniversary of when North Korea bombed and attacked their island, Pyongyang, I believe it's called, and killed a grip of their Marines. They're just commemorating that and, and trying to get a little more ready in case they get surprised, attacked again by North Korea. North Korea is like, you try to get ready. I will go see a fire on your ass. That is an intense threat. I got to say, that is a very intense threat. Overly so, I believe. Um, only silver lining out there this week. Lindsay Lohan. Looks like she's getting her shit together. She's on morgue duty, and apparently, here's the shocking twist. I'll admit I did not see it coming. Lindsay Lohan loves it at the morgue. Loves the morgue. She's killing it over there. Pun intended. She is at the morgue, showing up early for her shifts, cleaning, probably posing with cadavers for her Facebook page. Cute, over-the-shoulder cadaver images with Lindsay's arm around them, but still her butt kind of showing with a little thong action in the back, old MySpace style. Throwback. MySpace style. She's killing it, though. Whoever thought 
Maybe it's because Lindsay Lohan is so used to such a hard partying lifestyle. Everybody she hangs around with seems like they're dead. Like they're practically, they're cold. Lips are blue, haven't been moving. Nope. Are you dead, Frank? Nope. Just the heroin. I'm fine, Linz. Still loved you in Mean Girls, by the way. Loved you in that movie. You were so good in it. Um, there was some really sad news. It wasn't exactly last week. It was probably about closer to two weeks ago, but this is our first show, so we have all of history to lean back towards. Um, something sad happened, you know, and I don't know how to talk about it publicly, but <sighs> Kim Kardashian's marriage didn't work out. I mean, it didn't work out, guys. And I thought it would last. We all thought it would last. They know each other for a couple months. It seemed like real, real love. But apparently Chris Humphreys, she's alleging now, perhaps, because it's true, perhaps because she needs the positive PR spin. She's saying Chris Humphreys was a husband from hell. This guy was not well-behaved. Um, farted on her a lot. It's not a romantic move. Saying that, I want to shoot myself. So it's not a romantic move to do that to your beautiful bride. Accidentally stepped on her toe, get, broke her toenail. It's not cool, you know. He's an NBA player, by the way. Maybe I'll ask Blake if they know each other and if he's ever stepped on his toe. You know what I'm saying? Pardon that, but that is a delicious grape, just for the record. This show is brought to you by grapes. This show is brought to you by... Seedless American grapes. If your day is blue, I got one way to cheer it up. Grapes in a bowl right next to your sadness. Pop a grape. Your world turns upside down in a good way. If things are shitty before you eat the grape. Grapes. Try them. We're getting a lot of money from the grape lobby, guys. I'm sorry. A lot of... Cash from the grape lobby. And I will sell out the grapes because I love them and it's real for me. Okay? It's a real thing for me. Sea of Fire was threatened, by the way. Justin Bieber cannot wait to jizz into a cup. That is the story. Pretty much in one sentence. That's the way. Let me rephrase. He is anxious to take the paternity test to prove that he didn't father the baby of the... I probably needed that clarification. <laughs> that he didn't father the the baby of Andrea Yater, the 19-year-old who claims that he had sex with her backstage at a show and he made her pregnant. Um, I assume paternity tests uh, take place by jizzing into a cup. That's why I said that. If they don't, if it's like a hair sample, I'd like to apologize to Mr. Bieber, first and foremost. But I'm just referring to the kind of test I assume it is. That's all I can go by. I've never taken one. I've never been accused of fathering anybody's child. I've been accused of being someone's child before. I was guilty. I was guilty as charged. But I wasn't, I had matured to that level yet. I, I wasn't at that place in my life and I was going to get there. Just take some time. Take some time to evolve. As is clearly not happening very well in the Middle East. We thought we were doing good. Shit in Egypt. I think back in February it was, not positive, but this year overthrew, 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 this year that happened. That Mess up of speech happened just recently, in fact, and this year as well. Earlier uh, this year, in February, I believe, the 
protesters, the revolution in Tahrir Square, that was centered in Tahrir Square in Egypt, they overthrew Hosni Mubarak, their dictatorial leader who had ruled over them ruthlessly for many, many years. Amazing news. They start celebrating in the streets. It must have been a party there for the last few months. Maybe they partied too hard because they didn't notice the military took over and is now being dicks. Just as bad as Mubarak. Just as bad. They're either shooting protesters in Tahrir Square. Occupy Wall Street thinks they have it bad. They're getting shot with live ammunition just for protesting. How afraid of a protest message are you that you have to cold-blooded shoot somebody to get them to shut up? Can I just, can I just please argue my opposite point of this serious issue to me that I've made this sign for? Ah, uh, I'm very afraid to hear logic. You please, I just wanted to read my sign. Wow, it's an overreaction, some would say. Um, but here on this side of the globe, the center of it, obviously, where it all happens, the United States, North America, smack dab in the middle of the globe, according to the way I position it in my eyeline before I go to sleep on my globe that I have in my bedroom. Um, America's right dead center in front. But on this side, Occupy Wall Street movement having some trials and tribulations and some successes this week, this last week, on this good planet. Um, in at UC Davis, it was a hard it was a hard situation. The ch- chancellor ordered the UC Davis police to pepper spray in the face students that were peacefully protesting there, but just sitting down in the middle of the concrete walkway in the middle of the quad. Pepper sprayed them like a con- not like a quick little spritz, like a continuous spray, sh- a shelling of pepper spray because they were just chilling there. Okay, now if I were those students, I seriously am asking for at least one quarter's refund on my tuition because that is not part of the meal plan. I don't believe is extra pepper. When I say when, it's when you understand. This is on my meal plan. I mean, they're paying to go to this school and they're protesting, which is the basic right that our all citizens in this country have. That's the whole reason of this country. They get slammed in the face with hot pepper, hot pepper sauce. That's not cool. A lot of these people might not eat pepper. They might be spice, uh, uh, no spicetarians. They're anti-spice. They're the anti-spice people, okay? They haven't given themselves a name yet. But then on... Peaceful front, I think LA's mayor Villaragosa laid it down with to a very interesting outcome. He pronounces, he prefers, by the way, his name is, that his name is pronounced Villaragosa. That's the way he likes it said. So, out of respect, please, Villaragosa. While the guy with the trumpet goes boop, 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 in the background at the same time that flags shoot out of the trumpet. Is that how they used to do it? I don't know. Or is there a guy right behind it who shoots a flag out with his arm? And it looks like it shot out of the trumpet, but there's no way to tell. I don't know which it was, okay? But he demanded the Occupy LA protesters who have been camped out in a beautiful, peaceful village. I've spent time down there, actually. I was really interested about it. I did a, a funnier die video there down at Occupy LA. Um, and um, you can find it on Funnier Die if you just search Glebe Occupy. Watch it if you'd like. It's a two-parter. And I just spent one, one night there. I wanted to experience what it was like living in a tent at this like protest that's sprung up as an objective journalist. And these people are very impressive. They had a lot, 
to say, and it's a real – the one thing I will hand it to them that the media is not covering fairly, it's a real revolution over there. Um, they really have true um, I, ideals, and they are truly trying to take back what what our country's founded on and just basic fairness. I agree they need to work on better messaging, but you can't say they don't have grievances. And you also, having spent some time down there, I can say this for sure. You can't say they don't have great weed. They do. They got great weed down there too. It's both. Um, but I think the ideals outweigh it. And whatever, you know, whichever way you need to focus your revolution, you know, maybe that's why the revolution's not focused. The weed might be making them a little bit ADD. So maybe they could tone back on the weed a little, but I mean, for late night during the drum circle, fair game. Again, brought to you by grapes. Delicious. They're delicious. Um, we're going to bring out once again, by the way, to remind you our guest, Blake Griffin in about, you know, five minutes or so. Um, I can tell he's getting ready. He's getting warmed up. He's stretching. He's already checked in. He's chalked his hands. If that's the thing that you do before you go out or does everybody do that or just LeBron? I don't know. And, um, getting ready to go. Also, you can, uh, if you want to for next week's show, um, tweet at Ben Glebe, B-E-N-G-L-E-I-B, what story you think I have to talk about? What was the most important story of last week? Um, to you and hashtag it last week on earth. I'll find that shit two ways. And if it's interesting, I will share it on the air next week. Is it on the air? If you download it, I will share it in your, in, in your hard drives. I'm going to get in your hard drives. I'm going to stay there for a while. Is that cool? Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. I know this voice is creepy. I know it happens sometimes. What do you want me to do? I don't know. So Kim Kardashian's marriage didn't work is the point I'm trying to make, guys. And the part of the story that blew me away that was not covered in the media fairly, it wasn't covered enough, is she has loyal fans, guys. Because the moment that she announced the marriage, I swear to God this happened. This is a true news event. It's not a short story I'm inventing. This happened. Her fans spontaneously started arriving at her store dash, her clothing store she owns, and they held a candlelight vigil for her marriage. There are photos of this. There were sad signs expressing sympathy. They definitely were more upset than Kim Kardashian was about this marriage ending, for a fact. They're very empathetic people. I wonder how did they even know to show up at her store? Is it, it's like Mecca to them. When things go wrong with Kim, we show up at Dash and pray. To Pete, to, to Bruce Jenner's gold medals. So hanging from a plus-sized model. Modded after, modded, modded after. I just turned Japanese. Modded after our Kurisan. I don't know why I did that. I'm turning Japanese, guys. That's my superhero power. Hokurido. You know what I'm saying? Brought you by grapes, everybody. Grapes. Um, last thing I want to talk about before I introduce our guest is a quick touch on the presidential election unfolding before our eyes. The Republican field 
is still not narrowing. Everybody's still in, but a lot of action this last week, a lot of changes. Suddenly, Newt Gingrich, the Gingrich that stole Christmas, everybody, he is on top of the polls out of nowhere. People willing to overlook the fact that he took millions of dollars from Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, one of the two, to advise them. Remember the bailout that they took. He claims he was just there for as like as like a historian or something. He's like, I was just a historian for the organization. Dude, just like the lies we will buy are unbelievable. So he's on top and people are willing to overlook that and the fact that he had three marriages, including one where he cheated on his wife while she was dying of cancer. That's a, that's a gentlemanly move. That's what you want out of a president is a guy who can't even be faithful to his word to his wife who is dying. If there's not a character evidence, I think that is pretty messed up. And the issues do not stop for Herman Cain. This guy cannot stop sleeping with people. He can't stop. He wants to be president, but he also wants to bang everybody. And it's hard to reconcile the two. I feel you, you know, you got your girls coming at you left and right. Nine, nine, nine in like three rows. Okay. Of nine. And you want them all. Um, Herman Cain just straight up is obviously just like at this point lying. I believe he's just deflecting. He's like, they're like, this new person came out this week, this last week and said, we had an affair for 13 years. And Herman Cain said, no, we did not. That, that is a lie. And then, um, and then, uh, that's the fourth person to come out, the first three accusing sexual harassment. So they say, well, Butcher says to him, is that true? Is it true actually that you, uh, had this affair 13 years? He goes, I knew her. I did not. No sex. And he's like, no, there was not. And Wolf Blitzer goes, so if, if she says that you guys had a sexual relationship, she would be lying? And Herman Cain's exact response was, well, let's just wait to see what she says. I'll address it then. I mean, isn't your answer no to that? Isn't your answer no to that for crying out loud? So he's in hot and, and forgot what Libya was this week. He was asked, do you agree with what President Obama did in Libya? And Herman Cain had like a heart attack, had two or three heart attacks and this long pause, almost drank his water. He said, excuse me, um, just a quick – so Libya again, that's the one where we went in and we tried to take out uh, Gaddafi, right? That is what it is? Um, it, it's – I don't – he literally – he lost Jeopardy in that moment. So that's a bad week for him. Rick Perry in, the, in a couple of presidential debates ago, a couple of uh, Republican debates ago said there were three departments – of the government that he wanted to get rid of when he was in office, three major departments, and he couldn't remember one of the three. And they grilled him, and it was very, very embarrassing, and he ended by saying, oops, in the debate live. So he's done. And Mitt Romney, the usual frontrunner, came out and released his first ad, his first anti-Obama ad. He's going straight to the frontrunner, straight to the other party and saying – Assuming I'm winning, takes puts out an ad with sound bites of Obama. And this is not a good sign for Mitt Romney. Because, excuse me, somebody, sometimes people need water. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mitt Romney had all these sound bites of Barack Obama in the commercial, including one that said these exact words from Obama's mouth. He goes, if we keep talking about the economy, we're going to lose. That was um, kind of how he said it. And if that's something Obama said, I guess that's fair to put in the commercial. Here is the bombshell. 
Romney's campaign literally lied. They literally changed the meaning of what Obama said, flipped it 100%. Because you look at the full clip. If you look at the full audio sample, it literally – Obama says this. It was from the 2008 campaign, and Obama says, the McCain campaign actually said, if we keep talking about the economy, we're going to lose. And they cut off the first part and made it sound like it was Obama talking about himself. And the Romney campaign defended itself by saying, those were his words. They came out of his lips. Their first ad, this should disqualify him and prove him as a liar. He stood by the ad. He does not believe that is morally bankrupt. He cannot become the Republican nominee, which means, of course, he will. He will be the nominee. And quick question about President Obama. I love him. I wish he could be getting more done. He has let me down in some ways. That is absolutely true. But I want to address a simpler question right now before I move on and leave this topic alone. Why, why does he sound a lot like Yogi Bear? That's the question. Think about it, everybody. He's literally he's like, what we're going to do is make sure that everybody in the country is taken care of. Do you understand? Here's my plan to address the hunger problem. Everybody who's hungry gets a picnic basket. We will steal from rangers. That's his plan. That's Obama's plan. And I don't feel like there aren't even that many rangers left in our country to make that plan work. So I don't buy it personally. But who am I to judge? Hopefully the candlelight vigil is still being held strong outside of Dash because we need someone to lead us. And that someone might be Kim Kardashian's fans. They're just crazy enough to make it possible. I don't know what that was. That's that feedbacky sound. All right. I would like to introduce you all to a great guy, a friend of mine, I'm fortunate to say. Um, I think the best basketball player in the NBA. It might be a bold statement, but you were ranked in the top 10 at the end of your first season which was this last year. Pretty good. One rookie of the year. He's, he was the one. One rookie of the year. That wasn't enough. Make it a little bit more overt. He dunks over a car in the dunk contest. Wins it over a car. Okay? And then, uh, also in his first season, had a 47-point game. 47-point game. One rookie of the month every month, like crazy shit. Um, please welcome to Last Week on Earth, Blake Griffin. Hello, Ben. <laughs> What's up, dude? Thank you for the introduction. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. I'm just reading stats. Well, <laughs> I feel better about myself. Yeah, good. If you were feeling a little down in the dumps this morning. I was. I was. And you know what I did? Mm. I grabbed a grape. Oh, that's a good move. Brighten, it'll brighten any day. Do you mind if I plug my fruit? Please. Um, I'm actually brought to you by strawberries. That's fucked up, dude. Today. Sorry. You're the strawberry spokesman? Mm-hmm. That's fine, man. For all strawberries everywhere. Good luck with your strawberries. It's going to take you, yeah, like an hour to chew it. Watch. I'm going to pop two grapes get them done first. Race. Done. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. That was quick. Sorry about that. No worries. So let me ask you a few questions first about the NBA, about your life, mm-hmm. and then we'll move on to more topics that happened during this last week because um, I don't know how many people listening are huge sports fans. 
Right. But there's interesting news that happened with sports this week. It's true. NBA lockout is finally done. There was going to be no season. It's finally over. It's finally done. Finally reached an agreement. Derek Fisher is able to make it work with – is Stern in charge of the owners or – Stern is the head guy for the owners. And then for us, it's a guy named Billy Hunter who is the who was the president or the head of the players' union. Oh, he passed no. away. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, well, yeah. <laughs> Metaphor- oh, was metaphorically, 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 right? Um, and then Derek Fisher is like the head of the players' players union. Word. So, and uh, so, tell me about the agreement. So, basically, it ended up who got the better end of the deal? Did the players get all they wanted? What was the result of it? Some kind of fifty-fifty split? I'm not exactly clear on it. No, actually, what it was um, a long time ago, before even anybody even cared about the lockout, the owners proposed a new agreement that was so far out in left field that it was it was it was it was horrible right and so then finally like throughout the entire lockout they just like acted like they were conceding and you know gave some stuff back but really it was just like okay you took all our stuff away and now you're trying to give it back piece by piece right um so finally after you know the union disclaimed and all that um we finally came to an agreement that we we felt better about it wasn't you know it wasn't what we had and, and that's what we wanted but um which so they were able to take stuff away right yeah i mean, I mean how, how's that possible how do you i mean i'm not really sure to be honest right um that was the thing the whole time that you know all the fans and everybody was like all oh, the players are being greedy they want more money mm-hmm. when in actuality we didn't want any more money we just wanted what we had right it's, you know what I, mean? I mean i understand not wanting to go backwards like Players get paid well, but like you weren't asking for more money. Right. It's like if somebody came to you and said, Hey, Ben, you're going to make 40% less next year. Yeah. And you said, No. I'll, I would take it. I would just say, Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just for no confusion. Totally. No, fuzz that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. The, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't think that's right at all. And then, so now. I understand one thing they also implemented that I think is good for the league, from my limited understanding of it, is they raise the penalty tax, right, on the owners that want to have huge payroll teams. Right, right. So, so now basically if you go over the luxury tax or the, the cap, the, the soft cap, I guess, uh, you have to pay a, a luxury – you have to pay a tax for that. Um, and they, they made it – instead. it used to be just $1 to $1. So every dollar you spend over, you, you're taxed a dollar. And now I think it's um, – if you're if you're in a certain area, then it's one fifty a dollar fifty. Have they ever thought about nine nine nine? I don't think they. I don't. Oh, we we forgot. That's the question. We forgot. You guys should have pushed that. Had Derek Fisher pushing nine nine nine. Lockout's back on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, call, I'm gonna call Derek right now. <laughs> totally, dude. Let's get the lockout back on. Be like, we didn't try nine nine nine. That would be hilarious. They came out just wanting that. Right. What does that mean, guys? We don't know. We don't know. Just, just go with it. Just nine, nines. Nine, nine. We love nines. Nine, nine games. Nine games. Nine quarters. Big Wayne Gretzky fans. First first Number one to 99. nine wins. First one to nine wins. Mm-hmm. That would just really shorten basketball. Yeah. Shake up the game a little bit. <laughs> a lot. Your stats would drop down far. They, sh- they, they would. They would. I'm averaging point five points a game. <laughs> Leading the league, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that's hilarious so tell me what is it like to be in the nba oh it's just all just you know just entourages and, and yeah. cars and yeah houses and just just 
thousands of girls. Oh, millions. Millions. No kidding. Millions. It's unbelievable. Free stuff at stores. You just you just go wherever you want. You know. Um, I was just at the White House this morning. You were at the White House this morning. Yeah, I wanted to take a shower there. So, did you advise on policy at all, or just no? I showered. No, just strictly showered. Sure, it's a good no. shower over there. Uh, it's decent. It's got an overhead overhead uh, shower deal. You would hope. It's not a steam shower though, which you would think there you would be a steam shower. Yeah, although maybe it's just like you could during the steam fills up and there could be espionage, and then they want to be able right. to have a you're view. Right, you're right. You're right. You can't um, get carried away, but I, I would hope at least an adjustable nine level massage head. Oh, for sure. Touch, touch screen or whatever. Touch I mean, screen. Can, yeah, it's, it's nuts. No it's kidding. Absolutely nuts. That's why I go there to take showers. No kidding. Um, you can even put like a fingerprint recognition maybe on the touch screen. It's like right. Blake Griffin. Likes, yeah. Likes it at 73 right. degrees. And a quick shot to 40 degrees to tingle yourself. <laughs> That's how it is. That's the NBA in a nutshell. A shot at 40 degrees tingling yourself. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that before. You're, you're, that, that is a, is that an announcement? That's actually going to be the title of my autobiography. I shot at 40 degrees. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. You know, the NBA is cool. It's fun. It's, um, obviously most of the guys, you know, growing up always wanted to play in the NBA. So, you know, that's their dream and, you know, it was for me. So, you know, it's awesome to be able to do what you want. At, at what age did you know you wanted to be in the NBA? Ooh, really? I mean, as soon as I started playing, my dad is a basketball coach. As soon as so. you started playing in the NBA, that was the first day. You're like, this is all right. I'm yeah. cool with this. I was like, I, I guess I'll do this. <laughs> um, first yeah. time you started, so at age 12, you said? Yeah. No. Wait, what? No. I'm making it. up statistics. Yeah, five? Five? <laughs> Basically, yeah, probably five. As soon as I knew what the NBA was, that's what I wanted to do. I heard when you were a fetus, you were dunking. Is that true? Uh, nah. Must have been a long umbilical layups. cord. Yeah. A lot of layups. Yeah, a lot of layups when I was a fetus. <laughs> Um, no dunking. <gasps> a lot of assists. You got to give your mom an assist on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, for every sure. time for sure. She gets more than point five points on that. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the, the thing I don't understand. Like, I'm a stand up comedian, so I understand crowds being able to perform under pressure. Right. But it's different when it's with a bunch of the other best athletes in the world guarding you when you're doing it, <laughs> trying to keep you from. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh... Physically blocking, pushing. How nervous were you your first game, stepping on to the court? Because you did great your first game. scored like 20 points your first game, right? Right. Um, Fuck! You know, <laughs> it's one of those things where playing high school, playing college, and then the NBA, then you have your preseason games. It's like when you get to that first game, yeah, it's exciting. But at the same time, it's like you everything you've done has prepared you for that up to that point. You know what right. I mean? So it's it's like... It's like you're kind of prepared. You're, you're ready. But you weren't nervous at all during that first game? No, I mean, for sure. You're nervous. You know, butterflies a little bit. But, right. Uh, I mean, you just, after, you know, after two or three games, you just kind of get used to it. And then it's like you have 77 more or 78 more. So. True. And you're just playing ball. Exactly. Now, I have a, I have a suggestion. And I don't know if you ever tried this athletically, if you tried to put your mind there. But why not just, the season hasn't started yet. It's going to start Christmas Day. Right. It's a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Try to win every single game. Like, sweep the season. Like, just don't let yourself lose. If you thought about that. Do you mind if I tell my coach that? Uh, sure. All right. Coach Dell African American? Yes, Coach Dell African American. <laughs> I, got, I got to let him in on that gym. Oh, you never told him about that? No, I don't think anybody actually has ever thought that. Really? To win every game. Yeah, to win every game. Yeah. Um, if you want to see that clip, by the way, Blake and I did these five little 
funny videos yeah. from MySpace. You can get it at myspace.com slash hijacks slash comedy if you want to see our little our little two-parter and our extras and shit. But um, yeah, man. I just think – I don't know. It's I want you to win, dude. I've been a lifelong Lakers fan, okay? Ooh. I know. I'm from L.A. What do you who, who, you know? I'm sorry. It's Lakers, fine. Showtime Lakers, Magic Johnson. Yeah, it's fine. You would have been a Laker fan growing up in LA at that time. And would I have? Can you really speak for me on that? I'm asking. Would you have? Been? Oh, would I have been? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't asking, <laughs> but now I am. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, it's, I was a huge Michael Jordan fan. My yeah, me too. My childhood was Michael Jordan's like prime. So. A lot of kids my age, especially, are going to be huge Michael Jordan. Oh, that's fans. cool. I forgot you're like super young. Yeah. How old are you now? 22. 22 years old. I'm 50 years older than you. I'm 72 years old. How's that strawberry? Keeping me young. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's doing. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. So, all right. And then a couple more basketball questions, then we'll move on to things that happen on Earth. But um, I heard... Okay, so then you win. Okay, sorry. Let me take yep. it back. Dunking yep. over the car. Well, the hood of the car. The hood of the car. It's a good point. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, it wasn't the I whole mean, car. Have you ever tried to junk, dunk over like a, a Kia Optima, which is a great car, by the way? No, one time I did. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I did one time. I swished a Nerf hoop over a skateboard. Just wait. Okay, you what? I was just a jumper over a skateboard oh, jump you just shot. shot a I just jump shot, shot it. Skateboard, skateboard had nothing to do with it. It was just there as a distraction. Um, no, no. Does, does that count? No. Okay. So, how'd that come about? You decided you're gonna well, in the contest dunking over a, a actual they, hood of a car. They came to me and said, "Hey, do you want to do the dunk contest?" I said, "Okay, I'll do the dunk contest." They said, "This year there's gonna be no rules. We want to spice things up." I said, "Can I dunk over a car?" And they said, uh-huh. I was kind of half joking. Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, I don't see why not. So then I kind of had to follow up with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, my, my agency and all that, um, you know, kind of set that up and, um, you know, got that going. And then I was like, man, like that's kind of high. Like that car is like five and a half feet at the top. Right. Which is tough, <laughs> you know, to run with a basketball or without a basketball, I guess. Yeah. Jump or, you know. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll have my teammate throw it out the sunroof and then I'll jump kind of across the hood and do something cool. Um, and the response was pretty negative. Pretty negative? Well, it, it depends on the P. Like some people. Really? Some people are like, oh, you shouldn't have won that. He, uh, he yeah, only, Charles he Barkley only, immediately started talking shit about it. He only dunked over the hood. Right. <laughs> Charles Barkley, so, as you're hanging in the room, he's like, to be honest, I don't want to say this, but that was not that great of a dunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I guess I got to step it up uh, from now on. What about, what are you going to do to top it this year? Shortened season, the fans need a little extra. Can you maybe like have gloves on? My buddy Scott Richardson suggested to me, have gloves on and have them have like match book material and then you spin get matches set the ball on fire dunk it into a fl- in the, n- into a now flaming hoop that sounds so complicated i don't i didn't i don't know if i followed you completely what if we okay what if we take out a couple steps what if we light you your hands on fire mm-hmm. with gloves on right yeah with yeah. fire protecting gloves fire or not gloves. depending how badass you are right it's totally up to your pain maybe, tolerance maybe at least one we'll give you one kitchen glove one kitchen glove on your on shooting right, arm. On the right, on the right, yeah, my shooting hand. Okay. I need that one. That's how we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then you just 
soak the ball in gasoline. So you got like probably right. about a half second till that thing explodes. You just got to quickly dunk it. Right. And then get on a live dragon hmm. and you fly. You fly like you fly like you've never flown before. What do you think? Where are we gonna get a dragon from? It's this detail you fuck, you know, staple, <laughs> staple the wing on a, on a alligator that you pop up on top of a crutch. You have okay. an alligator on a crutch propped up. With fake look, wings. With fake wings. And you put like a miniature blowtorch you know you know in his mouth. Okay. Well, yeah. I think that would look I a lot like a dragon. The stubby little arms might give away the alligator. That's true. You wouldn't have stubby little arms and wings. Right. Oh, you're, yes, true. What if you we know. put magnifying glasses in front of the stubby arms? <laughs> it made them look huge. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you know. I'm just trying to help you win again, dude. Thank you. I, I will take any help I can get. That's all I'm trying to do. How bad were you waiting to start playing again? Cause you guys didn't think you were going to have a season. Um, I was bored out of my mind, to be honest. It was just, you know, it, when you don't have anything to work out for, you don't have anything to look forward to. Yeah. There's not like that date, that certain date. Normally the season starts. You know, training camp starts October 1st, so you're, you're getting ready for that. And then, you know, when your schedule comes out, you see that. And we were just kind of waiting. So it was, it was. So when your schedule boring. comes out, you see it? Oh, yeah. That's I crazy. I, I almost memorized like the first probably 30 games. You memorized the dates right off I mean, the bat? Not, like, I, yourself? Just, I just know I'm like, yeah. And then you I show up. Flashcards. Then you show up like your teammates at practice and you're like, guys, guys, ask me, ask me a date, ask me a date. <laughs> when do we play the Lakers? November 3rd. No, it's actually not. Oh my gosh, it actually is. Is it really? It was supposed to be. Really? How did you know that? You are a big Laker fan. Yeah, I totally guessed. That's a crazy guess, dude. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> you reeled me in, you son of a bitch. I, I sold that one. Um, are oh. you and Chris Humphreys best friends? What's, what's the story? Chris Humphreys, uh. Kim Kardashian's ex, uh, soon to be ex-husband. No, we are not best friends. That's not what I heard. He said you guys are bu- uh, boys. Oh, I made really? that up. I made that up. Oh, okay. Do you, you know him? Almost reeled me in on that one. Uh, I do. I mean, I know I'm from playing against him. Uh, ever since they got engaged, I got confused for him a lot. Yeah, you guys do have well, a bit of a similar okay, look. Well, I was hoping you would be like, ah, no, I can't see it. I don't see it, but you guys look very similar. All right. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Both of those. All right. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's my extent of knowing Have you ever him. talked to him? Yeah, I've, I've said hello. Does he seem, you think, like. Look, I, hey, look, guys, I don't know him. Right. I just know him from the court and uh Right. You know. Would you marry him after knowing him for three months? Ooh, I don't know. Offers uh, on the table, uh, take it of, or leave what it. What kind of credit does he have? He has okay credit. He got the Kardashian bump in his credit, so he's all he's he's not bad. Does that give you a <laughs> is that a good bump? Well, the one thing they have going for them is their credit's pretty good. They're reeling in dollars. They do have that store. That store shit's flying off the shelves. Vigil robes, <laughs> candles they're making a killing on. Lighters. <laughs> totally. It's a big uh market for that for sure. Um J-Lo kind of lied to us this week. I don't know if you heard about the story. No, I didn't. Uh, it's very interesting. And you're a good person to ask about this because you have done some commercials in your career. Oh, yes. Um During the American Music Awards about a week and a half ago, J-Lo performed. At the end of it, um performed in a in a fiat. Oh yeah. Um, which she's endorsing. And then she, right after that, there was a commercial mm-hmm. of her in a Fiat driving through the Bronx her old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the voiceover is all about like, sometimes you gotta go back home and re-explore your roots, reconnect to what made you that. Right. 
you know, soak it in. She's looking out the window and taking it in. And neighborhood kids run up and hug her at the end of the thing. Mm. The whole commercial was shot in L.A. <laughs> Do you uh, think that's messed up or is she an actress and that's fair game? Um, You know, how many times have we seen a commercial that, well, ooh, this is tough. It's a tough one because of the content of it. Right. It seems so sincere. Like, right. You want to believe J-Lo. Like that's fake actor kids running up as though they're right. excited to see J-Lo come back to the neighborhood. Yeah, but it's like how many times, like, um, take for ex- example the ADT commercial. I don't know why that sticks out in my mind. But What's when that, they, the home security? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're like, uh, last year a burglar broke into our home. And it shows a mom and girl like coming in and they're like, but what that burglar took from us was our uh, something. That doesn't really matter. <laughs> but did that really happen? Did what really happen? Did that whole burglary really happen? Oh, right. No, that's I mean, how true. How many commercials are, you know. That's very true. I mean, certainly we don't come to expect reality from all commercials. You know, you see weird shit. I've right. seen commercials with aliens landing. I don't take that for fact. Those talking babies, E-Trade. I've ne- to this day, I have never seen a baby so interested in his in his investment portfolio. That's true. Usually they have a casual interest, but not. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I dabble, but mostly I have my guy for that. Yeah, I'll mostly eating a lot of mash these days and just a little, so some investments on the side. Yeah. So, you know. What were you I, like but, as a baby? Um, I wasn't into investments. You weren't at, at all. all? At all. Were you really athletic? Did you think you might be a pro athlete at what age? Five years old? Mm, yes. Really? Mm. Oh, no, no. Did I think I was going to be? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, did you think they're going to be cowboys and dinosaurs at that age? So. I don't know if they think dinosaurs. Well, I kind of did. You thought you'd become a dinosaur? I, I mean, I like dinosaurs, yeah. You are tall. You're 6'10". Mm-hmm. I don't think you're extinct. No. Are you extinct, Blake? And, and answer honestly, okay? Have Tear away ever, the... Have you ever met another Blake Griffin? Oh, shit. So you're going extinct. Mm-hmm. You yes. are... It's looking like that. Oh, shit. It's becoming that way. Are you actively trying to have your DNA, like, taken and stored? Yeah, in a, in a mosquito inside of some sap from a tree. <laughs> Jurassic Park reference, no? And then in 65 million years, <laughs> that'll be a great movie. Isn't that what happened in Jurassic Park? Yeah. Okay. I, I got mosquito. the reference perfectly. Okay. I dug it. In Just some like, sap, it was said perfectly. Yeah. That was the dopest preview because I was like, I want to see it. They didn't show you any dinosaurs in it. Right. Yeah. You were probably three years old when the movie came out. <clears throat> No, I was older than that. I remember, I remember seeing it, and I okay. remember the kids hiding in the kitchen, and was, those kids were, those kids annoyed me. Oh yeah, when they were running away from those velociraptors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did. You're pretty good at that. Thank you. I've never even done that before. That was just like really first try. Impromptu velociraptor. First try. That was great. That's the one sound effect I will ever use on this show. I promise. Okay, I lied. There's two sound effects. The only ones I would ever, ever use. Maybe, maybe more. Three. Those three. I don't like sound effects, but I like them. They're one of those, they're kind of like crack. You know you shouldn't. Mm-hmm, but you do it anyway. You do it anyway. At the appropriate time. Yeah. Sometimes not at the appropriate time. Yeah, like right then. Yeah. Well, no, that was... Mm. That was kind of appropriate, actually. It was, it was. Now... Speaking of DNA, and we'll get back in a second whether or not it was cool that J-Lo did that with the commercial. Don't worry. Stay tuned for the conclusion of that exciting story. We'll get right back to that. But uh, you mentioned DNA and sap and extinction. Yes. So a similar story, related story rather. This week, a a study just came out claiming – this would suck if it's true – that perhaps having your laptop on your lap and getting Wi-Fi in it is killing sperm. It's fucking your sperm. (laughs) Which is ironic because – 
most people have that thing, you know, close to their lap when they're looking at something that creates lots of sperm. So that's an amazing what? irony. That is. So <laughs> what is the, what is the science behind that? Is that? I I think they just say it's or the uh, the uh, story said it was some sort of lo- of low level radiation that's created from all the signals. Now I, you said with Wi Fi, yeah, only with Wi Fi. Like, so if I'm plugged into Ethernet, I'm good. Ethernet, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean okay. you're tethered, but your right your sperm is looking good. You're not fine because you're still using Ethernet. Yeah, you got right. other problems. Right, you got other issues like like thick cords tripping everybody that comes over to your house. Right, thick blue cords. I don't know if I, I don't know, do, do cell phones really cause brain cell, I mean brain cancer? I'm afraid of it. I actually have a, had a theory based on the Wi-Fi and all the signals coming into our cell phones now. I'm not even worried so much about, I rarely have my phone to my ear. I'm worried when I have it in my pocket and it's near my junk all day, you're all right, year. Right. So I'm starting to, whenever I sit down, I have it on the table. Oh. And I, I'm trying to hold it when I walk, put it on the table when I'm eating dinner. Whenever I don't have to have it in my pocket, I'm having it out of there because why not? I put it in my back pocket, so... You're going to get, your ass is going to glow. Yeah, I'll get gluteal cancer. Right. It's not as bad as some other options. What a, <laughs> what a dark turn that conversation made. While we're in that dark turn, allow me for a second to discuss another weird, dark story that came out this week, but it just kind of frustrated me. George Clooney had an interview this week mm-hmm. saying that when he was injured doing a stunt on the set of Syriana, he was in such pain after that that he started having, um, horrible headaches every day that he considered ending it his life or the his, movie the movie <laughs> and his life i guess those go hand in hand they would the movie production would be screwed he considered ending it now this story bothered me because obviously it sucks to ever get to that place right but he's george clooney you're right but hey depression is very real to a lot of people that is true very seriously said. <laughs> yeah, you said that with a laugh. Like, I didn't mean to laugh on that. I only laughed because was, you said it like it was a commercial. Yeah, I didn't mean I did, it. I did. That was like an ADT commercial. You're like, depression is very real to many people. So is burglaries. Burglaries and depression upset burglars themselves every year. <laughs> so we're opening a burglar therapy clinic. You come down and we take back the money and then sit you down on a couch until the cops arrive. <laughs> Don't call uh, us. You will get arrested. Uh, I don't know about that commercial. Yeah. Maybe they should make it more appealing without the... a good the, premise. Good premise. And then it be, ended with the client, possible client getting arrested. Right. Which is not great. Yeah, it's not good for business. But anyways. Yeah. We digress. Yeah. George Clooney. I mean, you know, it's... it's Because at the end of the right. headaches, he has to he gets to go back to being George Clooney. You're so right. my only point is like, he if, but okay. if life's not even worth living for George Clooney, what a hope do the rest of us have? But was it just solely because of the headaches? Or was it... I mean, you know... He didn't mention depression issues. He was just the pain, he was saying. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know about that. I've never been in enough pain to be like, eh... And you've had some messed up injuries. I've so. had some. I've had some pain. Yeah, just, man. Just like a month and a half ago, I sliced my foot open with a piece of glass. Seriously? I mean, it wasn't that painful, but I how had that happened? Stitches. I stepped on some glass on the beach. Oh shit! Mm. That sucks, man. Blood everywhere. Oh, that sucks. That was crazy. I had a I had a similar thing like that happen on my hand a couple of years ago. I was at a party at this friend of mine's house. A bunch of dudes lived in a fight club style house, just like mm-hmm. an old frat style, huge yeah. house, but like nothing there. There's no amenities in this house. Yeah. They didn't even have hand soap, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm in the front balcony drinking a bottle of beer. I look down at my shoe and there's a wrapper sticking out of the side of the bottom of my shoe. Yeah. So I just, you know, nonchalantly 
try to knock it down with a strong, fast motion towards my shoe, knock it off my shoe, yeah. and it was a piece of glass. And immediately, gushing blood started spraying out of my hand no like in a movie, spraying like four feet in the air. Are you hit, serious? Hit my, yeah, I swear to God. Hit my friend Annabelle oh. uh, in her white dress. She has oh. blood on her dress. It was like the end of <laughs> Carrie right now or some shit. Oh, that's horrible. And they had no Band-Aids. They had no soap to wash it. It took mm. them like 10 minutes. You went to the emergency room? No, 10 minutes really? later. It was, Cause it was still just a small cut. It was just like on a capillary or some oh, shit. Right. So finally they found like some cream and some old ass bandage. And I just had like paper, I had like toilet paper wrapped around my hand and stayed at the party for hours with my hand above my head. Just, did you really? Yeah, stayed there trooper. for hours. Trooper, man. When you're partying, look, if it were a basketball game, I'm done. Take me back. <laughs> right. But yeah. if you're partying, you're going to. you're partying, plus the, the alcohol numbed the pain. Right. Which made it good. You know what's funny is, Last week I was in Oklahoma and this girl comes up to me and she's like, Hey, how's your foot? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, it's, you know, it's better now. She's like, I heard, <laughs> I heard that you cut it getting out of your car when you were wasted. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like how, how does being on the beach cutting your foot open at like 11 o'clock in the morning on a weekday? Like, <laughs> right. How You'd be rock bottom to, if that was <laughs> what you were drinking. How that? does that translate to me getting out of my car? And no, anyways, because rumors spin out of control, man. Right. That's why I, I feel like people just associate cutting stuff on glass with partying. True. Because of your story. That's true. Stop telling your story. I'm causing that problem for you. I'm sorry. Sorry. But people, people all. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. no. Yeah, take that again. But people also. That was better, right? That was a lot better. <laughs> I became a popcorn machine. Like, <laughs> like, but, <laughs> I love popcorn. Popcorn's great, man. Mm-hmm. I always get sad when it starts to get between one to three seconds between pops because it's coming to an end. But then you get to eat it. That's true also. Yeah. God, I'm a pleasure to layer, aren't I? <laughs> I'm a pleasure to layer. Yeah. Um, so anyway, George Clooney, oh, yeah. you understand his, his, his plight. What about J-Lo? Um, at the end of the day, do you think who cares or in a commercial like that should it have been shot in the Bronx where you're getting millions to talk about your old home neighborhood? You know, I think maybe it should have been shot in the Bronx. Um, I, uh, does she drive a Fiat? Do you know? I mean, I would hope she at least for the next few months is riding I, a Fiat. You know what? Um, uh, not to plug my yeah. self, but I actually have a, I'm a, have an endorsement with Kia. Are you driving a Kia? I have a Kia. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? I heard it's a dope blacked out Kia. No, it's actually a white one. It is? Mm-hmm. Didn't you? I heard you on Neil's that, podcast. That's different. I, I mean, I have. I oh, you have two cars? Two, yeah. Nice, dude. Thanks. You deserve two I cars, mean, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thanks. Appreciate you deserve it. two cars. Don't get like 50 cars unless you want your chin to grow. Right. Oh, yeah. Jay Leno reference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was good. Thank you for not having was... making me spell that out all the way. <laughs> I appreciate that. So yeah, I, I'm torn on the J-Lo thing. I mean, they didn't try to make it seem authentic. It looked kind of like a produced commercial. So I'll let her get away with that because I'm a J-Lo fan. She told me she loves me once. So. Did she really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The clip's on YouTube. You can find it. You might be able to search my name and J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, Mark Anthony on the Grammy red carpet. I hosted the Grammy red carpet. Oh, I thought you were going to say like. Oh, you meant like after dating? Yeah. I really could have made up a great story that I just lost. <laughs> I feel like do. though, if you did date her and. And that was like what you said about her. Like, oh, she did tell me she loved me once. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, I dated J-Lo. Like, that would have been true. A little messed up. Just to drop that like that after I was talking shit about her in the story. (laughs) She told me she loved me once. Yeah. Anyways, Fiat. Right. Um, 
So you like your Fiat? You're happy with it? Kia. So I, I meant to Kia. say it's I a Kia. Kia, right? Yeah, I am happy with my Kia. I, I, I like it. What if I just convinced you to, to switch right there? To Fiat? Yeah. Just one, two, three, pick. Switch um, right now. I would no. I would stay with. I would stay with Kia. Okay. Sure. Now speaking of 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 things that you endorse, obviously you are a Clipper. You want the Clippers to win. I've been a lifelong Laker right. fan. Quickly pitch me on why I should become a Clippers fan this season. Well, why talk like Obama suddenly? Well. What you want to do? We've got a great team. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, we do. Have, we have a very young, exciting, athletic team. I think uh, a lot of our guys are extremely fun to watch. Um, just to name a couple: Eric Gordon, DeAndre Jordan. Um, you know, they run. two. Yeah. Well, that's why I said it. Um, they don't even play. <laughs> no, they're they're very, very good. Um, very athletic. Very fun to watch. Both of them. And um. You know, we we should have a should have a good year this year. I understand that you're a Laker fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make you not be a Laker fan. Yeah, I'm just trying to make you aware of the fact that LA has a new team. Sure, I, has another team. Listen, I, I'm open to it mostly because you're a great guy, well, and I'm I'm down to if I, I want people to be able to think about if anybody who's wants the world to get better. Right. Wants people to be able to think of taking brand new concepts of like how to look at our governmental systems, economic systems. Right. I should be able to re-question my team dedications. Oh yeah, for different sure. eras, different. Sure. So I mean, I'm, did, I'm open to it. You did sign a contract with the Lakers. I didn't. But if I signed one with grapes. You would so this right here. Yeah. You can join the Clippers. Okay, awesome. So how many how many uh, courtside seats do I get for this? Two <laughs> signed. Yeah. There you That's go. That's actually lifetime. So lifetime. Yep. Thanks. Sick, dude. Appreciate. Wait, I get them free. No, 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 no. You have to be a ah. lifetime Clippers fan. You still have to buy your tickets on top of that. I do. And I just signed. Can I see this real quick? Can I just <laughs> no, it's, tear? It's already right. It's already on its way to this. Uh, it's on its way already. Yeah, it seems impossible. Sort of. Did you take a picture of it? I took a picture and sent it with my iPhone. Oh shit! You're fast. Mm-hmm. You are very not just not just on the court, also <laughs> off of the court with phones. You're very fast. Um, speaking of, like we did a few minutes ago, of um, DNA and altering DNA, mm-hmm. on the negative side, yeah, possibly keep your laptop away from you, put it on the desk or something. Yeah. But on the positive side, um, I'm very uh, hopeful of a story that I just read that said apparently researchers at UC Irvine okay, are identifying what they're calling the bliss molecule. They're saying there will be no need for even the kind of effects that are produced by marijuana. They have an, they've accessed the cannabinoids in our brains to basically there's this protein, okay, that, um, our brain produces that, um, tries to block this. It gets rid of the receptors that oh, block okay. this prote- protein so we don't experience a ton of it. But if they're able, they're working on now ways to block that protein from stopping it so that we actually more freely in our brain release, um, this uh supposedly bliss molecule you know it's called anandam it's called anandamide and it's one of the compounds produced by the endocannabinoid system right um and it's very similar they say to the active ingredient found in marijuana thc it's crazy you know what i actually thought about like i personally don't smoke but i always thought like so people some people are just like more they say like Weed makes you more creative, like kind of yeah. makes you a different person. I get whatever. So it's like, I always wondered, does some people just already like in their brain, are they just designed to, to be more like 
and I didn't know the scientific thing, like yeah. your brain blocks the whatever. Yeah. But are some people just born where they have more of that whatever it is or they have less of the stuff blocking it? So I would just, hope. Is that what makes them more creative and makes them more happier, like, deeper and, and happier? And That's stuff? what makes Richard Simmons himself <laughs> probably. Right. And, and then some people have a whole lot of that protein that blocks it, like George Clooney. Right. True. Makes him sadder. You keep making him out like he's depressed. He was just, he was just in pain. He has bad headaches. So he wasn't, uh, see, I don't. Do you know that he's a depressed guy that we don't know about? Did you? <laughs> no, I don't. I does don't. he call you with like sad? George Clooney talk, actually Blake. signed a lifetime clipper contract. Oh, well. he can't get out. No, he can't. Damn it. He can't. That has got to be tough. Miley Cyrus announced this week that she, or did she, I take that back. She didn't announce this publicly. <laughs> it was revealed that she's a weed smoker. She called herself a, at her birthday party recently, Kelly Osborne handed her a cake uh-huh. with a weed leaf on it. Oh, yeah. And Miley Cyrus responded by saying, um, by saying, you know, you're a crazy stoner when your friends give you a weed cake. <laughs> However she talks, you know, right. That was, yeah, that was close. Kind of like that. Um, hers is a little lower pitched. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, is she just going to embrace this now? Is she going to be like the Wiz Khalifa of, <laughs> of uh, whatever kind of, of genre she is in? Of also music. Does she still sing? She does, I think, sometimes sing. She forgets to a lot. Yeah, I think after you know, a party. It might be that weed. It might be. That's, I, I think we that was, found her problem. That was some of the folk, part of the problem with the focus of the, maybe the protest, too. Hmm. Maybe if we get rid of the weed, they would, um, um, Focus better. Yes. This is what? Yeah, yeah. What it was. were we talking about? I don't even know. Um, this is a crazy story that happened this week. Yeah. And um, we're going to wrap down soon. We're, I think we're on like the <coughs> descent, I feel like. So I want to keep this thing reasonably length. Okay. Length. I mean, Ranked. I'm sure, you know. Ranked. Unless you want to stay here all night, Blake, we will. Hey, I got nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The season's Order some still. Chinese food and work through some problems here. Let's do it, dude. Let us... Let us do some uh, burglary sessions. What was the thing? The joke AD- with the burglary? ADT. Yeah. Uh, burglary. Uh, People who are depressed. Depressed yeah. burglars. Depressed burglars. Yeah. Damn. Because of so many ADT. Oh, wow. Homes. Yeah. That's why they're depressed. Burglars with ADD and ADT <laughs> are suffering it's from. It's good stuff. An acronym for depression. D-E-P-T-T-S-S-N. I don't know what they're nine, nine, nine. <laughs> nine, nine. A nine, sea nine, of nine. fire I will unleash upon you. Do you understand me, South Korea? Oh, Other yeah. crazy stuff happening. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. The South Korea thing? Yeah. Um, well, how do you, how do you, how do you do that? Sea of fire. Is that, do you just put gas in the water and just on yeah, top or what, Maybe, or maybe make Or was shift. that just metaphorical? I mean, I could see if anybody could pull that off, North Korea could pull it off. Oh, for sure. I Not think, South Korea, but no, North Korea could. No, they're too timid. They, <clears throat> yeah. I think maybe in response, South Korea could pull out like alligator dragon in response, like yeah. a little flame. If anybody, hey, you know what I always say about South Koreans? Hmm. If anybody can do pull off an alligator dragon, yeah. they can do it. That's true. You know, and that's just a compliment because. Oh no, yeah, that is. It's not a. That's not a slight at no South Koreans at all. It would probably be made of like brilliant colors. It mm. would. I could totally feel that it would be like an integral to an Olympics ceremony intro right. that kicks our ass as far as organization and design and right. human evolution. Right. That one that they had. Where was it? In Japan, right? The Olympics, the last Olympics, Beijing. Two Olympics ago, Beijing, Beijing and China. China, yeah. And um, 
That was the most amazingly choreographed intro. These people were like robots. There was no machines used for all that. It was all people perfectly timed, probably at threat of like execution or something. <laughs> right. I don't know if I watched the whole thing. Sorry. The whole intro part with all, oh, you should Google it because. Maybe, maybe I will Google it. Oh. Yeah. Show's brought to you by grapes. And strawberries. That's right. But I say unleash the, <laughs> I'm always getting that in there. <laughs> I say unleash the bliss molecule because I would not mind having my head. Yeah. Why not? Why not, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, why, why not? If it's legal, if it's it's okay, it's healthy, you know. I'm sure there has to be a negative side effect. There always is. Probably you just, like, would not even take bad news seriously. Yeah. If I know scientists like I think I know scientists, <laughs> there's there's repercussions. Sure. Um, long also, side on along the lines of DNA, I yeah. think that was what you were looking for when you were talking about Justin Bieber. I believe a fraternity test is through DNA. Yeah, but how are they getting the DNA? They could get it from a cup full of jizz. Yeah, just a quick swab, a swab of the mouth. mouth. Wow, my DNA sampling clinic went really aggressive with the, mer- yeah, with the methodology. Just, you, you, you surprised, you scared me a little bit when you came out of the <laughs> out of the gate just talking about Bieber doing his his thing in the cup, and I was just, whew. I'm glad that went that way instead yeah. of the other way. I had a reason why I was saying that. Yeah. He's a romantic guy, the Bieber. He's been oh for sure. He's been. He already has Selena Gomez, and he's just doing these huge romantic gestures. They gave him Staples Center for free to oh, screen yeah. Titanic with her mm. by themselves. Wait, yeah. That's crazy. Like he's setting a was bar it too Staples high. Center? Was it was Staples Center? It was Staples Center. Wow. The whole arena they gave to him for free for a private date, which that's setting the bar too high for guys. But it's like if you, if you could go anywhere you want, do you choose Staples Center to watch a movie? No. I feel like you, you just get something comfortable. Yeah, yeah right. were they sitting in the stadium seats? I think they were sitting on the floor in two seats. But they had like a dinner in the middle. Oh, maybe like some lazy boys or something. Something comfortable, right? I don't know if they went lazy boys. That would have been a good move because comfort. He's just going too elegant. Right. It's not even like that great a gift. They gave it to him. It's kind of like having your your publicist send her flowers. It's like re or not even though because you have to pay for those flowers. That's true. It's like regifting something. Yeah, that's totally that's, true. It's like the biggest regift ever. And you shouldn't ever do that because that's where you work. You don't go to the office to be romantic. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean. So don't. Okay, no, don't. I don't think you should. All right. I think you should stop that. Oops. I need to send a text message out real quick. Yeah. Cancel that. Yeah, cancel that because I feel like it's been done too. You don't want to copy Bieber. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Thank, thank goodness I'm on the last week. For sure, man. Do girls just throw themselves at you? Oh, just left. No. Do they physically like pick themselves up from the back of their shirt and just launch themselves <laughs> towards no, you? No, I, I, uh, I live a pretty. Pretty simple lifestyle. I, I don't go out in public much. Um, you were homeschooled. Do you think that is some of what led to you being such a nice, down-to-earth person? Uh, I believe. I believe. You know the way my parents raised my brother and I. Um, you know my friends growing up. I think back in the Midwest, um, aka Oklahoma. Um, that's how a lot of people are. And I don't know. I just. Uh, that's why Oklahoma is forever my home. How long? That was beautiful. How long do you think it'll take you to become a dick out here? Oh, probably within the next 30, 40 minutes. Oh, 40 minutes? Yeah. I was going to give you a month. Yeah, no. No. Pretty, yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah, totally. You got to let it affect you because that's when it gets fun. Oh, yeah. 
You just got to start treating people like they're nothing. Oh, it's the best, dude, because then you get to just breeze through shit. And that's like, how you get respect. That's how you get respect. Just treat people like they're nothing. You're elusive. Exactly. That's the plan. You know what I, I would do if I were you? I would tweet that, at Blake Griffin. That's where your Twitter is, right? Yeah, yeah, at Blake Griffin. At Blake Griffin, follow Blake. He's going to start tweeting how much he dislikes everybody. Everyone. And it's only about himself. You know what? I actually kind of do that. You I, do, sure. I, I feel like I make fun of people too much on my Twitter. I had to tone it back. I really? I haven't been tweeting much. And I don't... Yeah, I heard you're a funny tweeter. I, I follow you, but I don't often see everybody's tweets because I follow like 900 people. Oh, well, why aren't you cool? I'm going to cut it down. I read your tweets. You do? Thanks. Yeah. At Ben Glebe, you mean? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm following somebody else. Yeah, that guy's good. I got to fix that. That other guy, though, he's... He's great. Really funny. Read all of his tweets. Really funny. I haven't there. read yours yet. I'm looking forward to it. That's cool. <laughs> no, okay. I'm kidding. I follow. I follow you. At Big Thanks, League. man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um. So, last couple things we need to cover before we wrap this thing up, because I just don't want to make sure. I would make sure we don't miss a couple major things. Um. One crazy uh move that well we already talked. Did we already talk about Cairo and what's going on in Tahrir Square? We didn't, right? We sure didn't. Sure didn't. Okay. Well, let's talk about it quickly because I think I may have alluded to it that the protests, maybe I didn't, but the protests, you know, in LA, I didn't even finish that point. Let me tie back to that. The Occupy LA protests, Mayor Vera Gosa said everybody had to be out by two, by two days ago, by Monday, out of the embankment of beautiful tents that are set up all around city hall. And they just didn't move. They didn't leave. And the cops backed off and said, all right. And then Vera Gosa is like, I never said there was a date. It's just whenever, whenever they get around to it. That's cool. <laughs> so he's just kind of backing up on that. Yeah, and he's being cool. Like, they're protesting. He used to be a, uh, union leader or, or like a workers' rights right, right. advocate. So he gets it. That's how it should be. He shouldn't be pepper sprayed in the face right, no, like UC sure. Davis students were. Yeah, that was, that was a mistake. That was a huge mistake. Big I have move. a quick mayor story. Yeah, please. You. Uh, one time I was at an event and he was there and somebody came over. And Whose like, story are we talking about? The mayor. Oh, the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. I'm like John Mayor. The mayor. Yeah, love John. Mayer. The mayor of L. A. Oh, gotcha. I don't want to say his name. Cosa. There we go. I didn't want to. I can't get that. Try right. it. <clears throat> Anyways, Give we, it me and him were at an event. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so I can't do it. You can do it. Try it. This foot. <laughs> I can't do it. I'll play the trumpet. All right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we're at an event, and my first year in the NBA, I was hurt. I didn't play at all. And, um, <laughs> so we're going to need the day before the first game. Yeah. And didn't play at all. So that's why my rookie year was last year. Right. Um, so during that year or right after the season, it ended, didn't play at all. He, he's at this event and somebody's like, Hey, the mayor would like to say hello. And so I, I walked over to where he was at and I said, Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. And he's like, Hey, Hey, how you doing? Let's take a picture. So we took a picture and then he's standing there trying to make small talk and goes, yeah, you, uh, you had a great year this year. <laughs> and I, I had like looked at him like, and I didn't want to be like, oh, actually, I didn't play at all. Not one minute. <laughs> so I just said, oh, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're trying to do better next year. Uh, wow. That's my mayor of L.A. <clears throat> oh, you're close. <laughs> no. You got halfway through. No. Uh, that's, that's a great story. Yeah, but anyways. True politician, though. Yeah, for sure. Wow. And that's when I knew I wanted to be a mayor. <laughs> so you could speed up your rise to ignoring so people. So I could just say whatever I wanted to people and just have them agree with me. Totally. So the point of what I was trying to make about what's going on in, in Cairo, they have it the worst right now. Oh, I did talk about that. The protesters are getting shot. We talked about it. Oh, You, you guys are all a bunch of fucking liars <laughs> making me feel like I didn't talk about shit I talked about. Okay? I'm holding everybody responsible except myself. Okay? That's the way 
Government does it, and Wall Street does it. That's the way I'm going to do it, okay? That's how Big Glebe does things. That's right. On the last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Yeah, you need a catchy voice thing to come in like that. To, like, mess my voice up live on the fly? Or just, like, to intro you, like... We had that whole theme. It was last week on Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Little sound clips, remember I'm that? Sorry. I'm sorry. Remember back my when we were young? I was half off at the beginning. Sure. So, anyways. You don't care about me, do you? Anyways, Cairo. Yeah. Cairo. So Cairo, um, uh, in Tahrir Square again, shit's going down. The government has turned on them and is actually has killed like 35 protesters, if I'm not Which mistaken. is 34 too many. Yeah, it is. One, it could be a mistake. <laughs> but 35, that's intentional clearly at this point. Right. And I feel like they were just parting too hard and so happy they overthrew Mubarak, they just lost their focus and didn't see who was taking power or it was just the it was it was the military police that took over and maybe that's just not the best people to have in right. but they're trying to have an election they're trying to get a fully uh citizen run government and the military is fighting that yeah. and that sucks i feel like egypt's military is not the best people to put in charge of protesters <laughs> right taking care of protesters yeah you egypt's know. military was trained by a guy that had an interesting philosophy so that happened this week um a lot of shit. I hope things get better for George Clooney. Yeah. The Arab sure. League, by the way, you know, also in Syria, there's, there's protests constantly. Right. And the government there is cracking down as well. Bashar al-Assad, the president of Syria, I think that's his name. <laughs> You're really good at pronunciations. By Thank the way. you. It's actually pronounced Bashar al-Assad. Yeah, you're good at voices too. Mm, gracias. Not something I was blessed with, but anyways. I just became Mexican for some reason. You know why? Okay. Por qué? Por qué? That's it. Por qué? Qué is what? I'm sorry. I know my Spanish. I know my Spanish. Sorry. Por qué? Por qué? Tú quieres? No. Por qué? Usted. Por qué yo soy el mayor viaragosa? Es que yo estar. You know what, Ben? You just you just are killing the voices. You know what? Thanks. You're just doing Thanks, a, Blake. You're just doing a, a great job. Thank you, Blake Griffin, NBA superstar, for saying that to me. You're welcome, Ben Glebe, comedian <laughs> slash podcast host. <laughs> Those things I am, damn it. Don't make me pepper spray you for a waffle maker, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, gosh. That is just... The Black Friday stuff was just unbelievable. That happened. You know, I heard $52.4 billion were spent over the sales of all that. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Right. That was a good... It, it, it set the record. It's another thing that happened this week. Thanks for reminding me. It set the record for Black Friday sales, which has got to be a good sign for our economy. Or we still just don't know what we're doing. We're spending too yeah. much on useless shit. Hopefully it is a good sign for our economy. You know, I would love that. I would really love that. Yeah. Um, also in Russia, by the way, you should just know a quick update. All you need to know about it is that Putin's becoming president again. Mm -hmm. He's taking back the post he gave up, which he didn't really even give up. But... Medvedev in charge as president, but he was still calling the shots as yeah. prime minister. He's back. He's saying, I'm back. They're calling it democratic elections, but they're going to be rigged, mm -hmm. and he's definitely already going to be in. That's crazy. Wouldn't that be crazy to live in a place where you just have no control? Yeah. Like, you can't, the people can't really vote. That would suck balls. Like, it's like, okay, you can vote, but, you know, we know it's going to win. <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> insulting to even still make them vote. It's like, yeah. You go into a restaurant and be like, hey, can I get the uh, turkey club? And they're like, yeah, you can order that. <laughs> but we're going to give you the uh, 
cheese sandwich. <laughs> just bread, cheese. That's it. You know what I mean? Like it's just you have no choice. That's I don't know why the restaurant analogy came. I think it's a really good analogy. And sometimes they make you vote. It's not even optional to do the fake election. Right. They'll throw you in jail if you don't vote for the side they're telling you. Like, is someone just standing over their shoulder like, <laughs> right. yup, 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 guys, we got one. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I guess maybe they're just not counting it. One of the two. <laughs> one of the two like, methods. Nah, nah, not that one and throw it out. But how does that, I mean, you, you wonder how a populist doesn't rise up immediately once they know that happens. I understand you don't want to die and shit. That sucks too. Right. But... Literally, they're like, oh, you're going to vote for who we tell you, and you'll be oppressed. And, and, they're, and they're like, um, can I ask a question? <laughs> uh, can we not do it that way? You can still have like a golden palace. Take a golden palace and shitloads of money, but can I not be oppressed and let us vote on some shit? Just be, don't be a dick. Right. Why are all dictators dicks? Maybe the dictatorial systems in theory could work that's if the dictator was a nice dude. But that's why it's called dictatorship. True. Very well said. It's not nice tatorship. <laughs> that was so stupid. I can't believe I just said that. No, that was great. Uh, this show's brought to you, by the way, by Dictator Tots. <laughs> Hot, delicious, angry. And nice fries. And nice fries. And grapes and strawberries. Also, How this week. Tater Tots pop into there. It's just another food item the show oh, could be tater, sponsored I'm sorry, by. I'm sorry. Dictator tater, Tots. Tater, I'm sorry. It's like a perfect thing, but it's cool. Golly, I'm, just, I'm losing it today. I'm Your dictator joke. Much better. Much better, Blake. Um, also, Scarlett Johansson, those, those oh, pictures yes. that were sent out. Yeah, I, 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 I heard about You heard that. about them? I heard sure. About that. Allegedly heard about them. I alleged, yeah. Um, they came out this week. She confirmed that they're real. Oh, wow. Cause she, they looked, well, they, they, they <laughs> sounded like they looked real. They sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Well, That's she great. she said apparently they were she was very upset about it and I agree with her. She should be pissed. They should not have gotten out there, but she said she took them to send them to Ryan Reynolds while, while they were still married. Oh yeah, I forgot they were married. Golly, that Ryan guy. That is gangster, dude. I mean, totally fair. No one should even judge that she took those pictures. I don't think anybody no. even is. When you're married, you got to keep that shit spicy. But how many people have honestly taken a shirtless picture? I've well, taken a shirtless picture. I mean, okay. Well, of plenty of girls. I'm sorry. Have you ever taken a oh, nude picture? Oh, of myself, picture? you mean? What? What? Have I what? <laughs> Have you ever hmm? taken a nude picture? I recently took a semi-nude picture um, that my cousin took of me. I know it sounds weird because mm-hmm. he's my Herbalife fitness oh, okay. advisor. All right, okay. And wanted well, the before picture. I'm just saying, like, a lot of people have sent pictures that they probably don't want the entire world to see. Right. And you I've know, never it gets done out it. there. Yeah. I've received pictures. I've never sent them. Oh, yeah, just no face pics. Yeah, you all have you to all you actresses face, out there, no face pics. Even though Congressman you, Weiner screwed himself with even just not a face pic because he put it on his damn Twitter wall like a fucking moron. Yeah, well, that was just stupid. I think yeah. that was, was that like a yeah no. Have you ever sent a pic to somebody? No, you know what? I have a rule just not to. You know, yeah, I, I, I grew up in the pre-sexting era, right? Um, in junior high, we didn't really have much. I didn't even have a cell phone until I was like a sophomore in high school. Well, because you went to school at home and all I knew were your parents, so you didn't have to <laughs> well, text anybody. Look here, I only was homeschooled in, through like to seventh grade. Oh, really? So I went to school. I had friends. Okay. Okay. Starting from eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. You started on, making friends to... and meeting the outside world. Yeah, I was real awkward. No, totally. Didn't really make a whole lot of friends. Now, um, I, I'm sorry. It is nice to meet you, but I can't grasp the concept of non-parent friends. I don't really know how to, what to do after this. Do you put me to bed later? <laughs> is that how all friendships go? Are you going to be driving me around? Are you my new driver? <laughs> no. 
Are you, will you ground me? No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, no. So I had friends. I had. Friends. Is it awkward if I kiss you goodnight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have to go to your parents for every Thanksgiving and Christmas? <laughs> Oh, we could um, go all day. We totally could go all day. Um, Why do you get so angry at me when it's really your own issues? <laughs> you can keep running that game. I think you've had enough beers. <laughs> Put down your number two pencils. I mean, eventually. I'm your mom. It's cool. <laughs> your friend wouldn't say that one, but yeah. no, also. I've never, I've never sent naked pictures, so let's just put that out there so everyone knows. Totally. That's good. I've yeah. been asked, and I always respond, A, a woman's body is much hotter than a man's body. B, why would True. you want to see that? I'm not in good shape. True. C, um, I just can't. Yeah. It's I just mean, a it's policy. Just, you're right. No one wants to see a dude no. just naked with a – No. Just, ugh. No. No. No one wants to see it, that. Your voice has to say it that way. It's a dude who's it's naked. Dude, but men, yeah, but I mean – Women know. are amazing. Every part of them. Like, you know that yeah. commercial for that soap, 2,000 – lever 2,000, volume 2,000 parts? I think women have 2,000 parts. I think guys have like six. Yeah, they do. Like wow. six parts. Oh. Um, we got to wrap this thing up. We've been going too long. It's been fun. It has been a lot of fun. I'll uh, leave people with a couple things. Um, this man, this week, also a strange thing happened that something to ponder over this next week, people's life choices. A man um, in South Africa who had a hippopotamus as a pet, a 2,400-pound hippopotamus named Humphrey, who he kept as a pet and said, and I quote, Humphrey's like a son to me. He's just like a human son. Humphrey, the hippo, savagely chewed the man. <laughs> um, so I feel like um, he was wrong. He was wrong. And I also don't even know, how do you keep a hippo as a pet? They need to be living water, right? They can probably come off water a little bit. Does yeah. this guy have like a lake in his backyard? He would like dive in in the morning as, as a bath. That's probably why he ate him. Yeah. Or chewed him. You're swimming in my thing. Yeah. It's like when the when the trainer ate the shamu. I mean, the shamu ate the right. trainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much more plausible that way around. Like uh, a couple sushi? years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We eat sushi all the time. So like, where's the moral wrong in it? Even. Right. No. He was just hungry too. Yeah. But secondly, the, if you heard what happened in the story, the trainer. Decided to eat lunch sitting on the tank of the Shamu with her back to the tank. Yeah, you just don't do I, that's, that's my not problem. The move. Like, I, look, I love animals. I'm all for like, you know, and all that. And, yeah. You know, if you want to keep them in captivity, don't try to treat them like they're, you're just best friends with them. Right. You know, like you can't get mad at an animal for, for, you know, killing someone. Right. When that's what they do. Right. Exactly. And like the news, um, Called it a shocking event. There was a big shocking tragedy. Of course, it was a sad event for sure. Right, it is sad. No, for sure. Totally sad. sad. Not, Nobody not would wish that it. upon somebody. Right. Exactly. But it, but it was, I don't think they know the, the definition of the word shocking because it is a killer whale. That's in the name of the whale. Right. That's why people pay 50 bucks to go see the show because you're watching somebody riding a murderer. <laughs> that's why the show right. is amazing. You're like, what? This person's going to ride a fucking murderer? Right. This is the greatest concept. Like, try that in your own life. Walk home tonight. Get out of your car. Walk, find a murderer. Jump on his back. And see how long you last. See, you will be murdered immediately. It'd be a great game show. Yeah. 
And people, it would be a great game show. <laughs> that could it's totally like be like a like Japanese game show. Behind the scenes, like, and here comes the murder. <laughs> Let's see if our first contestant's ready. <laughs> and there he goes. Uh, oh, he's dead, actually. It's the happy <laughs> whale murder hour. <laughs> but uh, you'll be murdered. So if you, that happened to you, people would be sad you died, but they wouldn't be like, how did he die? Jump on the back of a murderer. I'm not shocked by that. Yeah. He was killed. That's no. not shocking. No. It, I mean, it, it, you're right. It, it's sad that, you know, someone passed away because of that. That but, sucks. You know, it's like, uh, no one's in favor I'm not going to go hug a tiger because I think right. Are cool. Right. And if you did and charged me money to go see it <laughs> for years and years, the whole point is because there's risk. That's what's crazy exactly. about it. Exactly. You're not someone around with a goldfish. <laughs> it's a murderous whale. <laughs> hey, can you imagine <laughs> someone swimming with a goldfish? Like, <laughs> no, it's it's they no, would they, they, they wouldn't would, sell tickets. Yeah, it would not. They'd need again that big magnifying glass to increase <laughs> the size of the alligator arms, right? Slash goldfish in this case, right? So that's important to know. Um, again, next week, next Wednesday, our second episode of Last Week on Earth. You can tweet at Ben Glebe. Tell me what story I have to cover or any other comments. Hashtag Last Week on Earth if you feel like it. I'll get it either way. And then uh, we'll read a couple of the interesting things on air next week. Anything you want to plug, Blake? Um, Great, the thanks. LA Clippers will be Anything. back on the court. Yes. So come out and grab some tickets and uh, enjoy the show. I'm going to be on the court, man, for years. Yeah. You oh, well, no, 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 no. You're not actually going to play. You're I'm just, not playing? You signed a contract to come watch. That's not to play and then also sit yeah, on no, that plane. That wasn't like a playing contract. That was I, a I would like to tear it up. I can't just get it back. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm, signed your life away. That sucks balls. Um, also, I have an album <laughs> coming out. Listen for it. It's called Live from the Vortex. Coming out soon. Look for it. You can't listen for it. No one like announces it on the hilltops or anything. Follow at Blake Griffin on Twitter. Yep. Um, that's it. Until next week, stay above the clouds. <laughs> It has come to our attention that a mysterious force is loose somewhere in outer space. The mysteries of creation are there. Up in the sky? Up in the sky. The moon and the planets are there. And new hopes for knowledge and peace are there. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure on which man has ever embarked. Shall bring disaster to evil factors. Demonic chapters shall be captured by kings. This has been a production of Smudcast Internet Radio.